Hello, and welcome to the Children's and Young Adult Novels Book Club, Cyan Book Club for short. My name is Zach Whiting, and before we jump into any book reviews, I wanted to tell you a little bit about the reasons why I started this podcast. You know, this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. I fell in love with books when I was very young, probably around eight or nine or ten. I have some vivid memories of the books that I actually fell in love with. One of them was The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton, and the other books that I fell in love with that really gave me a passion for reading was The Spiderwick Chronicles by Holly Black and Tony Dieterlisi. Um, and when I was in fifth grade, my teacher, Miss Lynch, had a special block uh, every week that she would grab the book Outsiders and she would read it to us. And there was only one rule. You could not talk. You could take a nap. You could do some homework. You could draw or color, whatever. I'll tell you, I didn't do anything but listen. I loved that book. I didn't want to miss a single part. It, it captivated me. And she was a good reader, too, and that helped. But the book was just incredible, and I loved it, and I wanted to know what was going to happen next in the story. Also, around the same time, um, I was doing yard work and housework for a lady that that went to my church, and uh, a friend of mine and I would always go over, you know, once every month or so, and we would do whatever cleanup she needed. And to pay us, she would take us to the bookstore and buy us a book. We could go throughout all the bookshelves and uh, and pick any book, and she would buy it for us. Um, and man, that fostered the habit of reading for me. I found the Spiderwick Chronicles the first time that that she did that for us, and uh, and there are eight books in the series now. And I just one by one, I would grab the next book and I would read it in one sitting. They're, they're relatively short books. I just I loved reading, and I was part of reading contests and challenges throughout the summers. Well, fast forward a couple years, or really a few years, into late middle school, into high school, I had become disenchanted with reading. I had a hard time finding books that I enjoyed. Um, I also was into soccer, hardcore, and I was into girls, and those things were distracting me more than they should have. Uh, And so I sort of fell out of love with reading, until I discovered The Pit and the Pendulum which is a short story written by Edgar Allan Poe. Weird thing, I, I discovered it in my American literature class. We had this massive book, as you always do in literature class, that's full of little snippets and short stories and poems. And I had been reading ahead just because I was hungry for something. And, and you can just kind of tell from that that I, I really did love reading, and I was starving that part of myself. And I was flipping through that book, and I found The Pit and the Pendulum. Ooh, it gripped me. It, it took a hold of me. And uh, so much so that I took my literature book with me to the rest of my classes that day. I mean, math class and science class. And and the weirdest one was band class. I literally had it in my lap and I was like playing on my trumpet. And then in between breaks, I was reading it and flipping the next page if I could. I was getting strange looks from everybody else in the room. <laughs> but I was... I was passionate. I loved that story. And I remembered that I loved reading. And I realized, man, I've really stolen something from myself these last few years by not reading books. And uh, and that moment really began this latter part of my life of just reading for fun and and discovering new stories and diving into new worlds again and 
and in experiencing the joy that comes along with that. Well, you know, I work with teenagers and kids for a living now, and what I've realized is a lot of kids today sort of share that same story. They've become disenchanted with reading somewhere along the way. Uh, And, you know, some kids, it it starts off being, you know, uh, well, reading is boring, or reading is difficult. That's also a reality. And, And for a lot of kids, reading doesn't come easy, whether that's because of their education or their interests or, you know, with the plethora of other entertainment systems that exist today, including TV and movies and video games, reading has just sort of taken a back seat, um, and it's it's just not as common, and, and that's really sad. You know, it's it's difficult for some, and I get that, and and it should be our goal to help everybody become literate, but also reading has become boring, and that's also really sad. And part of that I think is is because our world is so focused on technology now. You know, it's hard for books to fight up against these video games that are being released every quarter of the year. But I think part of the problem is also the quality of books. You know, self-publishing has become so normal and such a regular part of the publishing industry now that uh, the, the guardrails that used to exist for every book, for every novel, just don't exist anymore. People can really get away with spelling errors and terrible graphics and poor plot decisions and underdeveloped characters much more easily now because there aren't as many guardrails. There's not as many checks and balances for books. And I think that's part of the problem. It's, it's developed this feeling that, you know, reading is boring. Reading is boring. And that's unfortunate. I discovered that in my spheres of influence, this was the case. And a couple years back, I started making a list of books that I could recommend to the kids in my life. Uh, books that I thought, you know, regardless of their interests or, or their age, these are books that they would enjoy. These are books that would be good for them to read. And as I was going through that, you know, I realized not all the kids in my life think that reading is difficult or boring. In fact, there's a whole group of kids who love reading. There are avid readers even today, and that's encouraging. But the discouraging fact is that, well, for them, reading isn't difficult, reading isn't boring, but reading is dangerous. And and that's a reality for most kids and teens in our world today. Because, I'll I'll give you a fact here, over 50% of the people who read young adult novels are actually between the ages of 25 and 35. Uh, and, and that may not be super surprising because those are technically part of the, the current definition of adolescence, which goes from 18 to mid to late 30s. Those are considered young adults. But when we think about books that are advertised for teenagers, we, we really need to take that statistic seriously because authors know who's, who are reading their book. They know the demographics. And so what we're getting is a wave of young adult novels that are actually written for people who are older than teenagers, which means that they include conversations and they include content, they include excessive cursing and sexual scenes, all these things that teenagers shouldn't be exposed to. They shouldn't have to be exposed to. And so overall, reading is difficult, reading is boring, reading is dangerous for the kids and teens in our lives. And that's really sad. 
that that really touched me because reading was always fun for me growing up. And I want to make reading fun again for the kids in our world. And so that's why I started this podcast, the Children's and Young Adult Novels Book Club. My goal with this podcast is to discover or at least bring light to the good books that do exist in our world. Um, And that includes older books, you know, books that have been written over 15 years ago. But it also uh, includes books that are being written today. There are good books out there. It's just it takes a while to find them. And that's really the problem with most families is that parents have the great, the wonderful solution to protecting their kids of reading the books with them or before their kids read the books. I've talked to many families, and that's sort of what they do. Before my kid, before my teen reads a book, I'm going to read it to make sure that it's clean, to make sure that they're not going to be exposed to something that they shouldn't be. And I love that philosophy. However, so many parents have a lot going on. There's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders. You are not only providing for and protecting your family, but in addition to that, so many parents are teaching their kids. There's a lot of homeschooling families and and co-ops out there. And so parents are juggling so many responsibilities. And reading books before your kids read them is just another thing for you to do. Now, I do not plan on replacing that with this podcast, but what I do hope to do is alleviate that pressure of having to read every book before your kid does. What I want to do is is promote good books and, and give you a larger repertoire of books you can give to your kids and know without a shadow of a doubt that what they're going to read is going to be safe, it's going to be good, it's going to be helpful. Together, I think we can turn the tide. We can flip the script on this reality. Reading is no longer going to have to be dangerous. It won't have to be boring, but reading can once again be fun. So here's what you can expect from this podcast. Every book review that I do is going to have two parts, and the first part is going to be relatively short, probably between 10 to 15 minutes long, and it's going to give you a quick simple rundown of the book with all the pertinent details of goods and bads, my likes and dislikes of the book, um, so that you can know without a shadow of a doubt whether this book is appropriate for your kid, whatever age they may be. Now, this first part is always going to be spoiler-free, and and that's so that if you want to read the book yourself, if it's a great story, then you can enjoy that without you know, ruining any content. But also, if you want to listen to the podcast with the kid or teen in your life, then you can sort of gauge their interest in that book and not be afraid you're going to ruin the book for them in the process. Then the second part of every review is going to be an actual book club where I'm going to sit down with a fellow reader, someone I've invited to read the book with me, And we are going to dive deep into the characters and the plot and the themes of the book and all the various aspects that we think are important or intriguing. Now, obviously, we're going to include spoilers. We are going to talk about all the fun and nitty-gritty things about this book, whatever it may be. And that is to give you a more comprehensive view of the book. If you decide, hey, I'm not going to read this, but I want to know more. Before my kid reads this, I want to make sure that I know everything that is covered in this book. Well, we're going to give you all of that detail. 
But also, this interview part of the episode is going to be something you can come back to. If you or the teen in your life reads the book, then they can come back and experience what it would be like to be part of a book club, to hear somebody else ask the questions that they were asking, or to talk more in depth about what they liked about this character or that character, and just to give them that really fun, uh, collaborative experience. Overall, I think it's going to be a really fun time sharing and talking about good books. Now, one other thing that I want to mention is you're going to hear me talk about my rating system. Now, I I have a five-color rating system for the books that I'm going to be covering on this podcast, and it goes from red to orange to yellow to green, and then the best of the best is going to be cyan, which is our color. So red is the worst. Cyan is the best. Uh, And I can tell you right now, my goal is that every full-length review that I do is going to be on a book that is somewhere in the top range, whether it's cyan, whether it's green, whether it's yellow. These are books that I feel like are, are, are very strong. You can recommend them to your kids. There might be a couple caveats for the, for the yellow books. Maybe there's something in there that you should be talking about. But apart from that, those top three categories are going to be where I dwell. I want to give you good books to recommend to your kids. I will occasionally bring up orange and red books, though, probably in a, in a group of a few books at a time. Just so you're aware, hey, there are some books that cover some heavier topics. They aren't as good as the other ones, but, you know, if you are starving for books, this could be something you could look at. And then, of course, the red books are books that I would avoid. Stay away from those. They include stuff that you and your kids should not look at. It's just not worth it. I'm not of the mindset that, you know, we have to compromise what we believe or compromise our kids just so that they can learn to read or read a good story. There are so many good books out there, and those are the ones that I want us to dwell on and to share with each other. And speaking of sharing, if you have a book that you would like me to cover, you know, a book that you've read and you thought, wow, that was really great, and I want more people to hear about that book, well, I would love to hear your suggestions. If you want to put in a suggestion or check out the books we've covered, you can head over to alivemin.com dot org forward slash cyan that is a l i v e m i n dot org forward slash c y a n i would love nothing more than to hear your recommendations your suggestions and then to be able to share them with the rest of our book club i want to thank you for listening to the podcast and and if this is something that you care about if reading is something that matters to you you do not want to miss these episodes as they release. I'm going to put out as many as I can, one every two weeks. And so I'd encourage you to follow the podcast. That encourages me to know that there are people out there who care about reading, but it also means you won't miss any new episodes. Thanks again for listening to this episode. I am super excited to jump in and to share with you these amazing books that exist that you can share with your kids. I'll see you in our next episode.